0: hello hola and salaam sit back relax let your ears and eyes do the work this is the amir speaketh sports loveth podcast hello world welcome back baby this is amir speaketh sports loveth and good news i still love sports i hope you do too because we are on a wild ride this summer. Copa America, Euro Cup, they've been giving us gifts all day long. Literally, from the morning to the night. I'm representing my Dale, Dale, Dale shirt today. What's up? Let me let me stand up so you can see this. Hello. Hello. Man, LAFC, what a crazy couple weeks this has been. First off, that game against Houston tied 1-1, a little upset about it. I ain't going. Let's let's take a look at this. Let's look at the schedule real quick. LAFC versus Houston on June 19th. 1-1 we tied. What is going on? I saw a lot of missed opportunities there. LAFC versus Dallas midweek game on a Wednesday. We won 2-0. I'm not going to lie, I felt on top of the world. I said this looks like the team of old. Look at this. And to not even let's see lafc versus houston uriti for dynamo scored at the 58th minute Sifuentes rocking that fire on the 50th minute got the goal super proud hello midweek game latif blessing with the goal to put it away at the 69th minute he came out with that heat and of course carlos vela with a sick goal to start us off in the fourth minute I know FC Dallas is a bottom Biatch team, so I understand that people can't get too excited about it, but it is what it is. And this next, but you know what? Every win counts, so fuck it. Uh, but on the 26th, this past weekend, Sporting KC, now they're in second place, so they're a much stronger team. They beat us 2 to 1. And I'm going to tell you right now, that pissed me off. Kansas City. Let's see. We had our goal by Mr. Kim Moon Juan Juan. I'm not sure exactly how you say it. I hear it different ways, but anyways, Mr. Moon, sunshine to my light, baby. Uh, in the 24th minute, a goal for LAFC. We're up 1-0. It's halftime. I'm excited. I I know that we might even take this game. It's an away game, so I'm like, damn. Our first away game on this road trip. And then, 58th minute, Mr. Tristan Blackman, 58th minute, gets a red card on a terrible foul. The rain is pouring down my face and at the game. It's pouring. It was crazy. And then what happens three minutes later? Pulido with Sporting KC. It was a nice goal. Ain't gonna lie. 61st minute, gets a goal. We're tied. I'm scared. What happens? Why do we do this? Man, we do some late subs, and it's so upsetting. I don't know why. The first half, we looked fantastic. We're up. I'm happy. Pouring my Red Bull all day long, looking for my gummy bears. But you know what? I'm not even going to lie. Let's see here. Fifth, four, at, at halftime, we made so many changes. Oh, it was so sad. Sefuentes went out for who? Mr. MAK himself mac daddy god why do we do this to ourselves 57th minute carlos vela comes in 82nd minute bryce duke comes in 45th minute also halftime musovsky for Corey baird bird whatever why we made those changes we're playing good la di da we like to party and i have no idea why but bob does it and it bites us in the ass really maybe we should have Got Tristan out of there sooner, so that way we could, I don't know, I don't know. I don't want to play Monday morning quarterback too much, but goddamn it. And I knew it was coming, 87th minute, Solai. Daniel Solai. I don't even know how to say his name, but fuck it, yeah, I'm not paying attention to him. What I'm paying attention to is his second goal to put us down 2-1 to and we lose that game. Lord Almighty, why does this happen to us? We're playing good, everything seems great, and then we crumble at the end. Now, I'm a fan till the end, so I'm going to be here for my guys. And I'll definitely be cheering them on this weekend as we have another away game versus Rail Salt Lake, Utah. we coming for that ass. But damn. And then we go, I believe, after that, it's Austin. Yes, let's take a look. Austin on July 7th. July 3rd, Rail Salt Lake, 7 p.m., Rio Tinto Stadium hopefully and i I think we can we should be able to pull off a win against them then july 7th just four days later um austin fc at 6 p.m at their new q2 stadium that should be exciting hopefully the excitement will hit our squad hard because you know austin we we can do things against them so that should be a win and then we bring it home baby bring it home july 17th real salt lake lafc So it could be three wins in our next three games, but lordy lord, I don't know anymore. I honestly don't know. It's just so frustrating, but you know what? Let's just cheer for our team and hope for the best. That's all we got. That's all we got, but that KC game was, man, that would have been a huge win for us. We're uh, just shy outside of the playoff line, but it's still early, so I'm not, not too concerned with that and we'll see where it goes from there, really, Um, but, you know, I did go on a little staycation recently, went to Indio, California, what the fuck, it was my first time out there, maybe last time, but uh, it is a little far from LA, it's about a two and a half hour drive, and it was hot as shit over there, it was 120 degrees two days in a row, I was there for like four or five days with my, with Monica's family, so... Um, but the cool part about it was a air conditioning. That's number one, and number two, we had soccer all day long. So no matter what was going on, boop. Let me put all that on the TV in the corner. Put it on mute. No one's paying attention except for me and her dad, and that's totally fine. And uh, maybe her brother-in-law a few times. But the greatest part is soccer's always on. Let me do my thing. Let me watch it. Let me enjoy it. Let me still be able to spend time with my kids. Awesome time, awesome time. No arguments, no blow-ups. Everyone had a good time. I highly recommend the Family Feud board game if anyone, or card game if anyone knows about it. But damn, that shit made us feud, but in a joyous way. So fun game, highly recommended. Uh, but you know, it was hot over there, and I've never been to Indio, and it's a nice place, I guess. Uh, but a lot of golf courses and stuff, but way too hot for my liking. I'm a born and raised Los, Los Angeles guy, so an Angelino for life, and I do not feel comfortable in that kind of heat. So I'd wait till like 6 p.m., 7 p.m., maybe go in the pool some days, but let me wait till that sun comes way down, baby. But Euro Cup has been so entertaining. Copa America has been entertaining. So weird to see no fans in the arena going from – Half capacity in the mornings, afternoons with the European Cup. And uh, then seeing no one in the stadium for (laughs) Copa America. But a lot of late game winners in Euro. Crazy times. So happy for Denmark. They're doing their thing. Um, It's just been really, really fun to watch. And, you know, speaking of vacations, you know, uh, I will say guiltily I do watch a few times, mainly because of Monica, not me but Real Housewives of whatever fucking city. Because all those cities, they all just love drama. It's a show of people arguing. I saw in one episode, they went to Lake Tahoe and literally were arguing the whole time. So I look at my staycation compared to theirs. I know it's a TV show, but what's the point of a TV show when it's not really that entertaining? It's just watching people argue about stupid shit. They just want to get in each other's face and like, I don't know who who thinks of these things, and can there be a better storyline at least? Let's just watch a bunch of people, rich people, might I add, go on vacation and find something to argue about. Enjoy life, people. Enjoy it. What's going on here? What's the big deal? I seriously don't get it, and I hate that show. I hate all of them. They're they're all so pissed. They're, They're all just always pissed off, but anyways, fuck them. I don't even want to talk about them, I just want to let it know, let it be known out there in the world, that I can go on vacation to have fun, not to be in arguments all day long, you know what I mean, insane, and women love that shit, come on, let's watch some like, of course sports, but damn, anything's better, really, National Geographic Channel's better than that, you know what I mean, it's crazy. anyways so let's take a look at this european championship i'm i'm honestly super happy for england i'm super happy for denmark doing their thing freaking dope i know england i mean i've met a lot of englishmen uh in my time going to these world cups and you know they always drop out and fail so i feel so bad for them but same time i'm super happy that they're actually Doing something this time around. That was a crazy England-Germany game. England put it through late and won two to zero. So really happy for them. Uh, But let's see. Belgium and Portugal was an awesome game. I'm going to go ahead. Uh, And then Italy-Austria went into overtime. I don't know why, but it did. Uh, But Austria looked like they had a good squad. So on my little predictor, Belgium's going to meet Italy in the quarterfinals. And... I'm going to go with the little risk here. A lot of people are saying Italy are going to win that. But Belgium's got a squad, man. And if they come together at the right time, I know um, it was only 1-0 versus Portugal. But if they come together, they could really do something. So I'm going to go ahead and select Belgium. Blink! Uh, is going to win that game. You heard it here first. Then France versus Switzerland. Whoa. Switzerland. Insane. 3-1, to one, you're up. Le France. And they come back to score two late ones and one in the injury or right before the injury time to tie it up 3-3. I honestly really wanted France to win. So the whole time I'm just freaking praying. And then it goes in the penalty kicks. And, of course, you know, you get served five and five and five. Switzerland makes all five. France makes four. Their best player is up. Mr. Killian Mbappe and what does he do shoots it to the left and gets it blocked by the goalkeeper nice save yes but damn I feel bad for him today and this whole week I felt bad for him but they lost to Switzerland unbelievable Croatia Spain another crazy game same day games too three to one they were up Spain was Croatia comes back in the 90th minute and scores ties it up whoa that shit was crazy. Then overtime, Spain came through, which I thought France was going to do since that one was earlier. But they ended up winning 5-3. It felt a little bad for Croatia. Good squad. World Cup finalist, Second place, of course, to France. But, damn. So, we got Spain versus Switzerland. I'm going to go ahead and pick Spain because, I don't know. Do miracles happen? Yes, for sure. That's the beauty of soccer. I think that's what we've really seen this past few weeks in this euro 2020 but i'm gonna go ahead and say spain so next up it was sweden ukraine ukraine won it in overtime another no, another crazy game um england germany which so enjoyable to watch I, I felt bad for some of the germans not you beat my brazil man so ukraine and england will match up in the quarters i'm gonna friggin say england for sure netherlands czech republic what the f netherlands you had so much hope but you died so quickly so we got czech republic matching up with denmark who beat wales in the round of 16 so in that quarter i'm gonna go ahead and you know i think everyone's rooting for denmark after what happened Um, to Ericsson with his heart attack and all the players having that trauma of seeing him almost die on the field. That was insane. So I think everyone's going for Denmark. So me too. I'm going to go ahead and say Denmark. So in the semis, we got in my prediction, Belgium, Spain. I'm going to say Spain. I don't know. They show a lot of good stuff sometimes, but I'm just looking at Belgium's squad And they're not going to have a good squad like that for a while. I think the average age of everyone um, is like 32, 33. So I'm going to go ahead and say last chance for you, Belgium. You'll go in the final versus now England has such an advantage, man. They've been playing at Wembley so many freaking times. I don't know where these semifinals are being played, but I will check it. But I'm going to go ahead and say England is going to beat Denmark. Unfortunately, maybe Denmark will play in the third place game and get third. That would be cool and then I'm going to go ahead let's see hold on let's see here um uh, let's see i'm going to go ahead belgium versus england in the final england congratulations my friends you are champions um okay let me see if i could see where this england denmark semifinal maybe game will be played um uh, oh at the Wembley are you serious Nah. oh yeah semifinals are in the Wembley see what I mean it's gonna happen dude it's gonna happen and I think it's it's their year England it's coming home it's coming home it's coming football's coming home the first time I heard English people say that was 2006 world cup it's been coming home since then and they had a freaking squad with lampard gerard bex rooney owen man what a squad that terry cole oh man but they have not been able to really bring it home so (laughs) i think this is the year hey man after 2020 anything could happen so i got belgium and england in the final and we'll see man that that should be pretty dope Let's see. I'm going to just capture that. That would be magical. And then it's the, the final is in Wembley. Let's just go ahead and make sure about that. Insane, man. I, I freaking love soccer so much and international soccer. I Yeah, Wembley Stadium hosting the final. Damn. If England fucked this up, that's on them, man. That's on them. They have such a good squad, too. Uh, I'm happy for Harry Kane finally getting a goal. Sterling on fire, first time an Englishman in a major tournament and scored in three straight games. Freaking awesome, dude. Hate how he runs, but awesome player. Um, but that should be that should be good for the whole country as a whole, for English football. I, I won't be mad at that. If Belgium knocks him out in the final or whoever goes to the I don't know, but that will be one sad, probably rainy day over there. But... Um, it's just international soccer. I remember the first time, of course, uh, Thierry Henry was such an amazing player back in like the early two thousands, and that's kind of what brought me to the English league. And then I'm like, wow, this is how the whole. That's when I was first introduced, and I, I was like, okay, England has a league, Spain has a league, and then there's Champions League that all these countries play against each other. Italy league and. You have to qualify to be top four, top two in in their league to qualify for this. I'm like, wow, this is so cool. And then, well, I was was always familiar with the World Cup. So when I figured out that, oh, shit, I mean, I was young, so, you know, excuse me. But when I found out that these World Cup-style tournaments happen in European leagues and all over the world, really, it just brought a huge overnight it was just like give me more give me more and thank god there's always more when it comes to soccer and then every 4 years you, you pick those squad out of everyone's squad like Messi playing for Argentina or Ronaldinho playing for Brazil even though he's with Barcelona then they go play against each other in the World Cup holy shit mind blown that's kind of how it started off for me i don't know how it started off for you but you know as a as a young kid not really Paying attention when I was like 7, 8 years old, 9 years old, 10 years old, I always knew about the World Cup. But I didn't realize this whole other aspect of the game. Because, you know, growing up in L.A., I'm a Laker fan, NBA fan, NFL fan. I was a 49er fan because L.A. didn't have a team. And uh, it was, it was um, you know, so much sports to pay attention to at that time. And then when soccer was introduced, fucking game changer, man. Damn. And MLS, honestly, uh, you know, I'll give you a shout out, but I didn't pay much attention to you because the quality wasn't good. There wasn't that many teams. LAFC didn't exist. So once LAFC was introduced into my life, that shit changed a whole new aspect because I always looked at those like Liverpool fans or Arsenal fans that were fans since back in the day. And they always, you know, just talk about, oh, you know, in the 70s, we did this 60s, you know, even 1899. No, but. It was so cool to think, like, there's some old motherfuckers out there that were there since day one. And I want to be one of those old mother effers. So in 50, 60 years, I'm going to always bring my kids to the games as they grow old. Hopefully they'll like soccer and all this stuff. But I could say I'm a day one mofo. LAFC is where to be, baby. And that stadium's going to be there for a while. I mean, damn, right in the heart of Los Angeles, if you haven't been Shame on you. No, I'm kidding. But if you haven't been, go. They're affordable tickets. It's not like you're going to see the Lakers that are like three, $400, $1,000, or however much for a good-ass seat. You could get any seat in the stadium really is a good seat. But if you want a ultra-nice seat, it's not that expensive. So brand-new stadium looks great. The team was playing fantastic at the time. I still love them even though they're not playing to my standards of fantastic-isms. But it's... It's such a magical time. All right, let's take a look now and talk about this Copa America, which I'm fucking excited for because I want my Messi to get a trophy, please, for his country, so everyone could shut shut up. You know what? Like everyone's such a hater when it comes to that. The man's great. It just sucks his teammates aren't so great. I'm looking at you, Iguain. All right, but this was an interesting one because I believe Qatar and Australia were originally invited, but because of COVID, they weren't able to participate in Copa America anymore, um, which usually happens. Um, The host nation will uh, play in it of the World Cup. And then the like, I don't know how Australia really the back story to that, how they got involved. But anyway, so it's a shortened field. So only two groups. And the last place team gets knocked out so we just bring it straight literally no round of 16 just straight to the quarterfinals and this bad boy on and that's the next few days are exciting today sucks there's not really there's not any soccer it's june 30th no soccer but we got nba so that should be fun but man friday and saturday hits it's on baby because july 2nd we will have brazil playing panama I believe. Oh no, Brazil and Chile? Oh, shizzle. Peru and Paraguay, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then the other side, Argentina, Ecuador. And then on the third, Uruguay versus Colombia. Ooh, is that right? Yep, that is right. Okay, so I got Argentina making the semifinals. And then, I don't know, Colombia looks strong sometimes, Uruguay, that should be a really good game, actually. But I'm going to tip my hat. You know what, I don't want to piss off any Colombians. Brazil will win. I don't know who's going to win that. Peru. Let's just say Peru. And then in the semis, Peru and Brazil. Brazil wins it in the final. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. Brazil versus Argentina in Brazil. Greatest shit in the world. And Argentina wins it finally and brings it home, baby. The final will be on july 10th so it's gonna be here less than two weeks man exciting times and i'm excited for it and i hope you are too so this ends our episode let's go lafc let's get these three wins man come on for your boy please for me euro cup enjoy it cope america enjoy it check out my instagram at amir 24 i'll be posting all day If you can, please leave a review on Spotify or iTunes store for this podcast or comment down in the section if you're watching this on YouTube. I'm really enjoying this. I miss you all. Looking forward to these games, and maybe I'll have an episode come out Sunday or Monday uh, recapping all these games. So I love you long time, and peace. Thanks for listening to the Amir Speaketh Sports Loveth podcast. See you soon. Maybe.